Hello and welcome to Little Birdie's Monday Sports Show First Look. I'm your host, Nikki Sylvester. Joining me today in studio is MG. He finally gets his AFL Round 1 review in. Also got top rope for NRL Round 2. Uh, first Look is proudly brought to you by Little Birdie TV, topsport.com.au, punting form and manscaped. Fellas, if you have not checked out this website, strongly recommend you do. The special person in your life will not be saying sorry. In the studio with me today is MG. How you going, baby? I'm good. It sounds like you've uh, you've checked out Manscaped. Over I did. Week, I did you? a bit of research because right. I look at, I've got this beautiful sign behind me and I did just want to see what was on the website. It looks amazing, greatly packaged. And I feel like, you know, men expect women to be okay. maintained. Um, don't think anyone would be sorry if you're purchasing from there. All right, there you go. Get in. Get an early Monday morning, fellas. You got the first tip of the week, <laughs> Nikki on Manscaped. That's, That's good. exactly the right. Sponsors will be happy with your uh, synopsis there. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, the weekend was good, Nikki. It was great to have AFL back. Um, it's It always feels like a, a long off-season. I know Top Rope and I, uh, we delve into our uh, NFL world for yeah. four or five months, but I think when it uh, all said and done, we come back to uh, we like the NRL and the AFL, so we're both... Uh, and it's a back on an even keel now for the next what six or seven months. Yep. So we've uh, we're back. Yeah, the script writes itself. We've just got to uh, tell the stories as we go. So yep. yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, perfect. Um, well, we do have a lot to unpack in the first round. Um, some close games. Uh, seven games had lead changes. Uh, obviously, biggest upset for the round. We're going to go Carlton Richmond. Um, yeah. yeah, huge. Your second team, the Blues. Yep, my arm, my second yeah. team. <laughs> yes, yes. It's how I broke my foot, jumping up and down for the win. Yeah, we've had an injury during the week. Yeah, no, it was. Um, yeah, it was. It was a lot of lead changes. Um, you know, betting in the run was uh, was crazy over the weekend yep. for sure. 100%. There was um, some big momentum changes. Uh, I'm not sure whether that's uh, first round nerves, a bit of team, other teams running out of gas. There were some key injuries to a few mm -hmm. teams that might have stopped. I think. Uh, really hurt Port Melbourne, uh, sorry, Port Adelaide, Adelaide against Brisbane for sure. Um, and, you know, and then, you know, some unbelievable first game performances. I don't think we've seen uh, definitely a first round, I wouldn't have said in a long time. You know, we had uh, Dacos from Collingwood, uh, Horn Francis was showed real glimpses for North Melbourne, mm -hmm. even though they got beat. Uh, Rochelle kicking his his bag for Adelaide. And uh, Martin from Essendon kicked five, which was unbelievable uh even though they got uh got absolutely slaughtered by the cats that was Unfair. uh yeah considering he wasn't on a list uh you know until uh, a couple of weeks ago yep. i think it was just yeah unbelievable with the young kid i know he kicked a few late but um yeah that's what essen take out of uh, a sorry game other than that so an exciting round for the afl round one which is amazing so now i'd like to welcome in nick Toprope tedeschi for the nrl sorry how are you going top rope how was your weekend uh, weekend was great, uh, Nick. It's uh, I was, I, I'd like to change my best bet for the week, though. I'll change it from uh, who, I, who I'm going to pick in the footy to Cranberry getting uh, some product from Manscaped for his uh, for his birthday. So, get, get take that at a dollar two. That's magnificent over this. But uh, uh, weekend was great, Nick. It was uh, a good weekend in the footy. Good on the punts. Uh, some entertaining stuff and and just. Uh, just real keen to be back into the rhythm of, uh, of footy season. Just, you know, you know what you're doing on a Monday, you know what you're doing on a Tuesday, you know, the game's starting on a Thursday. It's all just great stuff. Perfect, perfect. Okay, so let's have a look at the AFL round one results. Beautiful. So the first game there, Melbourne took care of the Western Bulldogs 97 to 71. Yeah, it was good, uh, good replay, Nikki. It was, um, 
you know, probably a disappointing crowd really for the Melbourne people coming off uh, a premiership to celebrate it. But, uh, yeah, ebbed and flow a bit. Melbourne got out of the gates, probably should have iced the game early, uh, a bit like last year's grand final. Mm -hmm. Bulldogs got back into it and uh, Melbourne just prevailed too strong in the end. So very good win for Melbourne. They've got a lot of upside. I don't think they played as well as they did, uh, will, in the future. And I think the scoreboard flattered the Bulldogs in the end. Yep, and obviously Melbourne are going to get a bit of a reprieve with um, Salem. will come back, obviously, at some point during the season. Uh, obviously, this next game was the upset of the round. Carlton did the job against Richmond, 101-76. to 76. Thoughts on that one? Yeah, the money was right. Uh, I, I, I waited until late to bet Richmond a minus 10, but the uh, market went from plus 17.5 down to uh, plus 10.5 for Carlton. Uh, Richmond led by 20 points early in the last quarter and uh, then Carlton kicked the last seven of the game. So uh, very good win by the Blues. They're up and about. Uh, already got themselves in the in the finals, probably heading towards a grand final at this stage with Carlton supporters. Richmond uh, got a big week uh, this week. They've got a tough job this week. Um here we go. Next game, we had St Kilda lost to Collingwood, 85 to 102. I thought this was a bit interesting, this game. Yeah, two probably lower sides, I would have thought. St Kilda probably think they can make the finals. I'm not on that vote uh, and probably showed up on the weekend. I thought they were pretty ordinary. Uh, Collingwood, a pretty young side, uh, obviously rolled out uh, Dacos. He yeah. was superb. But they had, uh, yeah, that, that was pretty good effort by Collingwood. I think St Kilda walk away. We are more disappointed than mm -hmm. Collingwood with the win. Yeah, the belter of the week, Geelong took care of the Bombers, 138 to 72. is a lot of work for the Bombers to do from here. Yeah, as you can see on the results, there was a lot of close games and actually seven did uh, have lead changes and uh, big momentum changes. This was not one of them. Uh, Essen clearly did not turn up. First half was one of the worst you'll see. Uh, waited all season for that debacle and Geelong were were, were probably potted going into the game. Yep. There was good money for Essendon. They were... The line move went from a plus 11.5 to plus 6.5 and, a half and uh, it was done at quarter time. Very disappointing, Essendon. Uh, and Geelong, all of a sudden they got a huge match against Sydney this week. Yep. Uh, moving on to the GWS, they lost to Sydney 92 to 112. This is definitely one of the games that ebbed and flowed. There were really big swings here. Yeah, the Battle of the Bridge. Uh, they've had to, Even though the end result uh, was 20 points, it was close for, for much of the game. Uh, Parker was a big move going forward. He outshone the bud. Uh, Franklin only got one, so he's got four to go to get to the thousand. But Parker was—he nailed the five. Uh, both both sides played well. I think GWS, you know, they'll be disappointed that they lost, but they've got uh, terrific upside going forward, and um, I, I still think they're on track to play finals this year. Amazing. Uh, now here, luckily, luckily Brisbane just did the job over Port Adelaide, uh, eighty to sixty-nine. So I won my bet by half a point. Amazing. Yes. Yes, they got over and was only very lucky at the end. Well, not lucky. I mean, Port had their chances and they had the game not under control, but they were definitely in the driver's seat. Probably just ran out of soldiers. Uh, yep. First All week injuries. up there is always a tough week to go up in the heat. So uh, Brisbane walk away with the win. They got a lot of upside as well. I don't think they played well at all. Um, Port Adelaide got some major injury concerns going forward. Major. So uh, they were probably, uh, the, yeah, they got problems ahead for Port. Problems ahead. And next we go to Hawthorne, uh, who took care of the Kangaroos by 20 points, 78 to 58. Yeah, the last three games, Nikki's tough, tough Sunday watch. I tell you mm -hmm. what, these three games, there's some ordinary cattle playing in these games. Uh, terrible standard Hawthorne Kangaroos. Uh, they're both probably bottom four sides, I would say. Hawthorne look like they're showing some improvement. But I take little, little out of that, the form out of that game. All right. And then we go to Adelaide, who lost to Fremantle by a point. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what, lucky this game was close. Uh, the error rate was high. Um, 
this ebbed and flowed as well. Adelaide, uh, you know, they they were probably only one one kick, one goal away from from ending uh, Frio's uh, yeah. chances. There, Frio came back and uh, and again, amazing, amazing. Probably uh, touchback on the line right at the end saved the game from being a draw. Uh, but yeah, Fremantle probably got some upside. Obviously, they got some players to come back. Mm-hmm. They got the away win, but uh, they didn't beat much. And yeah, they uh, I don't have much faith going in Adelaide form either. Okay, and then to the last game, uh, the West Coast. Who lost to the Gold Coast, eighty to one hundred and seven? Yeah, this game is a bit hard to watch. West Coast obviously had a lot of players out, um, and 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 they were in it for a long time. They really really stuck with Gold Coast. Uh, very good effort, actually, considering who they had out. Uh, the Gold Coast got the win in the end. Uh, obviously, the market was huge swing. West Coast from uh, sorry, Gold Coast from plus fifteen and a half points moved twenty two points to. Uh, Minus seven and a half, got the win with uh, Wits, Rao and Miller getting the job done for the Gold Coast. Okay, so if you just have a look at the first one, week one results, we've got uh, six out of nine favourites who won, uh, five out of nine who covered the line, seven out of nine for the overs and five out of nine for the home team wins. So let's check out MG's round one AFL sting results for the season tally. We've got three and two, small profit, one unit on eight and a half units bet. Yeah, so he had five five bets for the week. Um, listen, I, I think it's pretty clear there for me. Yeah. Week one, the totals we went three and zero, oh, and uh, unfortunately, Richmond. Uh, listen, they were in the game; they're up twenty points uh, start of the last quarter and got run over by Carlton. So mm-hmm. that was a disappointing turnaround for uh, the Sting punters, and Essen were never in it. So mm-hmm. uh, maybe we'll just concentrate more on the totals as the week goes on, Nikki. Yeah, well, I think that's a week one. You know, <laughs> we can forgive those two because I don't think they were. They were games that anyone really would have been able to pick the results there. Certainly not the Bombers being so disappointing. But, look, it's a long season. Obviously, my boys have got a bit to come back from. <laughs> Hopefully, we just – look, top 10. Top 10 will go for, for the Bombers. Oh, my God. What? Don't top you mean? 10. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they've got a tough start the next couple of weeks, haven't they? Tough, tough start. But let's have a quick look at the AFL Premiership market. MG, do you see any value here? Any teams you think might, you know – they're a bit over the odds, or any, or you know, or Melbourne just going to get that much better that the four dollars is a good price. Uh, no, I'm not going to tip anyone into the four dollars, Melbourne. I, I, th- I think they're about their right price. Uh, but it hasn't been too many changes. Probably Geelong's probably a little mover. I think they were thirteen dollars last week into ten. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I w- I'll be staying away from Port Adelaide for the immediate term. Yeah. Uh, Sydney, Sydney, Geelong play each other this week, so. Um, you know, there'll be a little swing in that. I think uh, probably Richmond and I think Carlton are runners at this stage. So hard to tip anyone in. I'm going to stick with Brisbane. They're my pre-season pick. I'm not going to shy away from them. I think they've got good upside. But, yeah, outside of Melbourne and Brisbane at the moment, it's pretty hard to tip anyone else, I would have thought. So what we might do now is have a look at Thursday night's game. So this will be the round two opener, Western Bulldogs v Carlton, 7.20 at Marvel Stadium. Approximate betting prices at the moment, Western Bulldogs $1.64, Carlton two twenty five. line about 8.5. What do you think? Yeah, big game all of a sudden now. Um, you know, going into last week, uh, the Bulldogs would have been up and about for the grand final replay and Carlton were uh, going up against Richmond as the outsiders and now it's kind of flipped a bit with uh, the Doggies, you know, going losing obviously to Melbourne, Carlton getting a big win and probably getting a lot of confidence from it. Obviously, their supporters are certainly up and about. I just think with uh, the bit of, the, the draw coming up now for the Bulldogs, they've got two hard games after this yep. uh, with Sydney and Richmond. So this is a big big game now for the big Bulldogs. Game. They don't want to go down 0-2 with that pressure. Uh, on the other hand, Carlton almost get a free shot. So they should be playing pretty free, I would have thought, mm-hmm. on the back of what they did against yep. Richmond last week. If they can get over the Bulldogs here, they'll be ironing a 4-0 start off um, with Hawthorne and Gold Coast to come. So 
big game for both sides, one under pressure and and one maybe um you know up and about with a four and zero start. I just think um you know uh, you know one side note here is obviously the coach for Carlton's going to yep. miss uh, Voss has been yeah. struck down with COVID, so apparently he's going to coach via Zoom or something. So that'll oh, really. Be- well, I hear rumours. I'm not sure how it's going to go down. The communication will be interesting, especially if he starts uh, slamming the uh, yeah. the laptops or anything if they're getting beat. But, um, yeah, that's just a point of note to see. Obviously, uh, he's had a big influence on the yep. Blues and he will be missing from the actual ground. I just think uh, one point of note for, for the Carlton side here, I think being played at the Dome, I know it's the Bulldogs play there as a home ground as well. I think the leg speed of Carlton uh, needs to be matched by the Bulldogs and I think that's one advantage they will get from from being at the dome, so I think the doggies overall look pretty sluggish against Melbourne first up. So um, not sure if it's first round jitters or maybe they just need to get into the rhythm. But yeah, I think the you know the Bulldogs are gonna have to miss, and especially with the question mark on Bonton Pally, um, he's come up a bit sore. So um, if he misses, yeah, yep. expect the money for Carlton to come. So yeah, on the early markets, you know, two things I'd say about this: I think the money. Carlton are just popular in the betting market. So if you're going to back Carlton, I would suggest getting in early in the week. Uh, I think it'll only go one way if it's going to go, and that'll go Carlton's way. If you're keen on the Bulldogs this week, I'd be waiting uh, more to Thursday, Thursday night before having a bet. Thanks, MG. Okay, punters, if you are serious about your AFL betting, please get AFL Stings $22 a week in the littlebetty.tv live shop for all your AFL betting action. We'll be back with Top Rope and NRL Round 2. Welcome back to First Look, brought to you by topsport.com.au. Family owned and operated for over 35 years. Bet with the bookie you can trust. Bet with Top Sport. Okay, let's have a quick look at the NRL round two results. Melbourne Storm 15 South. This was a huge game. 15 to 14 in Golden Point. Amazing. Then we had St. George who lost to Penrith 16 to 20. The Roosters, finally, my chookies are up and about, who handled Manly 26 to 12. Gold Coast 20 lost. Oh no, they beat the Warriors 20 to 18. Cronulla beat Parra. That was also a thriller, 18-16. to 16. Um, North Queensland, they did the job against Canberra. This was a pretty big um, turnaround from last week, 26-6. to 6. Newcastle beat the West Tigers, 26-4. to 4. And the Bulldogs lost to the Broncos, 10-16. to 16. Top rope. Uh, yeah, kind of just looking at a couple of trends that are kind of going across the league. For mine, it kind of confirmed that we seem to have gone back to the kind of pre-2020 kind of football. So we're seeing a lot of... Uh, a lot of home underdogs kind of early in the season uh, probably outperformed the market, which is which has been great. We kind of lost that the last couple of years, but we should revert to that. And, of course, quite a big talking point from the betting point of view is the unders. It's now 15-1 across 16 games. Low-scoring matches have very much been the norm. We've only really seen one high-scoring half uh, round one power against the Titans. So uh, some interesting stuff there. Uh, round two kicked off with an absolute uh, ripping game. Storm got home 15 to 14, led 14 nothing. Probably should have been leading 14 nothing. Uh, like the ruthlessness that I've seen from the Storm, maybe a few cracks staying up here. As, as MG well knows, no one has a bigger love affair with the Melbourne Storm than I do, at least from a betting point of view. But, you know, kind of with the off season, Craig Bellamy's contract hanging over their heads, a little bit of lack of ruthlessness on the field, some player departures. You know, starting to wonder whether the it's all kind of kind of starting to, to come to an end here for, for Melbourne. I've kind of written a piece in the I've been the Guardian today regarding that, but I think that's uh yeah, there is some concerns about the storm. Um at the other end of the spectrum, the Roosters who are pretty badly beaten by uh the Knights in round one absolutely blitz manly, 26 12, 
the Reigns had held off at half time. It would have been a lot more. They led 22 0 after uh, not long at all. So uh, they were excellent. Uh, Nick, you mentioned the upset earlier the Cowboys against the Raiders. Uh, big home under Campbell were very, very poor. Uh, Newcastle, they beat the Tigers 26 4. Probably should have won by more, but the real story of that was how appallingly bad the West Tigers were. They were absolutely shocking. Benji Marshall slammed them, so it wasn't up to first grade standard. Now, my view is Michael Maguire will do very, very well to survive the week as coach. He was kind of on the on the edge uh, uh, going into the season. Probably should have got fired in the last year. Uh, internal politics saved him. I think he's a very good chance of getting fired this week. Uh, and, yeah, no one really saw the Bulldogs and Broncos as being a cracking game. The last two wooden spooners met to finish off the round, but a sensational game of football, end-to-end stuff. The Bulldogs have improved markedly. They've still got some absolute bonkers out there, which is probably holding them back, but Matt Burton has been sensational for them. They lost on a pretty controversial uh, call, but uh, the Broncos just probably had too much slipness in the back line in the end to, to get it done. The Dogs had their chances, but, you know, great game and, and hard to say that both of these teams are only up after a couple of disappointing years for each. If we just have a look at some of the um, season stats there, we can just pop that up. Yeah. Uh, so we've got the favourites at um, 9 out of 16, 56% there. Uh, the covers, 4 to 16, 25%. Um, you're gonna, I know you're going to come back to this one later, but the overs, the totals, only 1 out of 16. And the home teams, 10 and 16 for 63%. That's the big story there, the totals. Yeah, top yeah. rate. Have you seen the bookies that start to adjust already on the back end of week two with these totals or are they in slow-mo in getting there? Uh, they're starting to get there. We, we saw a lot of totals drop into the 30s, which we we didn't see most of last year. We um, and, and we saw that in round one with the Penrith game, but I think the rest of them were nearly all in the 40s. But and on a dry Sunday afternoon, we were seeing the – the Knights game jump a flat 40 on a you know, pretty fast track in Newcastle. The Dogs game ended up jumping 37.5 in the Twilight game on a, you know, on a on a pretty dry track as well. So neither of them look like going over. So uh, I would expect that the totals in round three are going to drop even further. We might be at a point of flipping yet. I'm not not convinced by that. Was, yeah, we did start the season. Uh, only two of the 16 halves combos have played together before, so... This is going to take a little bit of time, but uh, you, you're certainly saying the, re- the refereeing is is really stopping that big build-up of momentum that we we saw over the last couple of years. So, uh, and, and kind of really being able to kind of keep one team down in their half on the back of kind of some early sets, six against they're getting the penalties, getting a strife. So, um, yeah, it remains to be seen. But I think this week will still be known as well. We saw last year it probably took the bookies kind of six to eight weeks to adjust. With the totals, and I think we're going the other way here, and I think we'll probably get a, another week or two at least out of the unders here. Okay, and you're you're already calling for a so uh, ca- a coach to be sacked. Round two. We've only, we've only just opened the season, top rope. I know, I know. With you and Scooty last year, you love love a coach sacking, but surely not after week two. Well, the only reason he kept his job was because the West Tigers, and I, I won't bore everyone with the history of the the, the West Tigers, but they, they as a merged club and. Internal politics has kind of been a, a loggerheads for the better part of a quarter of a century since uh, since that's gone on, and, and and he was only saved by the fact that one faction didn't want the other faction to succeed in getting rid of him. But uh, Tim Sheens, their former coach, has been brought in as a uh, coaching director, 
type figure, a uh, uh, head of football, he will be looking on. It, it wasn't the first best stand. The players do not play for him. You know, there was a documentary last year, Tales from Tiger Town, that gave a real insight into how the Tigers are looking at how he coaches. I, I don't think he's up to the first grade standard in 2022. But, but look, if, if this was most other clubs, he would have been resold already. He's uh, uh, he, he will likely keep his job because of the fact this is the West Tigers. But it's only the it's only the club's incompetence that's saving him. So uh, uh, he should absolutely be gone out of there. He should be he should have been gone last year. And I don't care if it is two weeks into the season, should be gone now. You can't you can't play like that in a very winnable game against a team who was off the map to win the wooden spoon in the uh, in the Australian. So uh, very very poor showing from the Tigers, and 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 the pressure is firmly on Michael McGuire. Okay, let's have a look at Top Rake's round two results because he is flying. He got four out of five. Amazing. So he had uh, 14 and a half units bet and a profit of plus nine units. Amazing. Yeah, uh, real happy with the result, uh, particularly with the Dragons line. They, they covered that 11 and a half and they copped every bad decision you could possibly imagine. Uh, a player sent to the Sindhu for no reason at all. But uh, look, they fought back in the end, covered the line, which was, which was uh, a nice start to the week as well. Uh, the Roosters never looked in danger. Uh, their Sharks, they were the early play there, and they looked in a lot of danger all the game. They scored on full-time, and Nico Hines kicked one after the siren to win the, the game for the Sharks. So uh, that was nice. Cowboys, uh, look, these were the, the perfect reason why you, you you generally need to to kind of overcome that recency bias. They were horrendous in round one against Canterbury, but they were getting four points at home. That's always a bit early in the season and had no problems uh, disposing of the Raiders. And, of course, the West Tigers were the final bet, and they never looked likely. They uh, they would struggle to a bet in the Orange Sims reserve grade side the way they played on uh, on Sunday. Now, if we have a look at the uh, first round for first match for round three, this is going to be a thriller. St George Cronulla at Wynn Stadium, 8.05 p.m. Thursday night. Approximate betting prices at the moment are the Dragons, 2.25, Cronulla, $1.65, and the line's going to be two and a half, we think. This is going to be a cracking game. Yeah, I love I love this one. My favourite rivalries in footy, the, the, the Dragons and Sharks, the Southern Sydney uh, rivalry here. These teams genuinely hate each other. Uh, plenty of spite here. Uh, yeah, on a short week, I think uh, we're going to see a pretty tough, hard, fierce contest here. And I, just, yeah, I was on the Dragons early in the, in the pre-season stuff as, as being underrated. They've come out, they've, they've, they've covered the spread both times. They beat the Warriors and they've come out and, and gave the defending premiers the Panthers a game. But they're a young side. They're going to have their flat spots out the year, but I think they're excellent value in, in round three. I think they can really, really push the Sharks. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised that they're not slight favourites in this one. I think they're a bet for sure early in the week, and I think they're going to be well back. Okay. And if we just quickly have a look at the NRL premiership prices, top rope, if you are going to have a bet this week, do you see any value here? I mean, look. Penrith, there's probably been not much movement there. But, look, you say you like St George and and you've obviously been pretty keen on Cronulla the last couple of weeks. Like, Is there any value there? Yeah, uh, look, I, I like St George, but I don't, I don't think St George has got the ability to win the premiership this year. I'll be jumping on the Roosters at $5.50. I think they're um, – I thought they were really, really impressive. And they, they took their, their foot off the throat in the second half once the Reigns came and played a bit of kind of conservative football. But they showed the brilliance that they've got in that first half against uh, – a pretty good opposition. They absolutely tore them to shreds. And I'm loving what I'm seeing from young Sam Walker in his second season as well. Combining a treat with Kiri, uh, I think that they had a value there at 550. 
If you are serious about your NRL punting, please head to Little Birdie TV. You can get the GGOA from $22 a week. Look, he had four out of five. Get that $22 a week. You will not be unhappy that you did. If you are serious about your NRL punting, GGOA is where you need to be. Okay. Very good top rope. Excellent first week. Nearly had the uh, complete shutout 5-0 and o there. So make sure you get around him. Get his uh, set for round three. Time for our uh, charity bets now, mm-hmm. Nikki. We're uh, going along here. What are we up to? Uh, we're up to week three. We're going to be up for our tips. So if we just have a look at the week two results there, you've got one on the board there. You fell over the line with just, the Brisbane Lions just. late. Uh, top rope got his Cronulla. He got the early betting there, mm-hmm. plus two and a half, even though they did start uh, – Minus one and a half there. So good result there. And unfortunately, Richmond got, uh, I was in front early, but got obliterated late. So I am yet to break the duck. Okay, on to week three tips now. Uh, top rope, we'll go to you first. What do you got for us this week? Yeah, give us the Dragons plus two and a half. Dragons kicking off on the Thursday night, plus two and a half for top rope. Nikki, for Sids and Kids, what have you come up with, AFL or yep. NRL this week? Well, I was going to take the St. George as well, so oh, we can't have two people with the same bet, so we got him first. Um, so I'm going to throw to AFL, and look, I think with the Port Adelaide injuries, I'm going to go the plus, so horse on, Hawthorne plus 28 and a half, and, and hopefully that gives them enough buffer against Port Adelaide. Okay, I like that. He's Hawthorne away from home with some injuries. I like that. And uh, for myself, try and get on the board here. I am going to tip Brisbane minus 12 and a half against Essen. I think they'll come down here and hopefully Essen don't respond too much after the shellacking that they got. I think uh, looks cheap to me. So Brisbane minus 12 and a half for this week. So good luck to our charities and hopefully we can uh, get some more on the board. Perfect. All right. Well, that is a wrap for this week on First Look. Uh, thanks, MG and Top Rope. Follow us on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, download our podcast, make sure you're listening. Uh, Follow us on Little Birdie TV and Insta for your socials. Remember, all your footy betting is at topsport.com.au. We'll be in next Monday. Don't forget to join OB and the boys on Friday. We'll be back next week. See ya.